On today's episode, I talk with Hunter Shepard. Hunter is a 22-year-old graduate of Porham Public Schools and is known for covering Oklahoma high school sports. And not just covering. Some say he is the guru of high school sports in our great state. And he does all of this for free because he loves sports at the high school level. Here's my conversation with Hunter Shepard. All right, Hunter, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to visit with me a little bit. Hey, no problem. That's what we're kind of talking about off air. You're kind of a celebrity. I'm not used to having celebrities on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Uh, I can still remember at the state basketball tournament whenever uh, they showed me for a minute on the broadcast, and uh, here, I believe it was Mark Rogers that said that David Glover said I was like a internet personality or something like that <laughs> well at least you don't have the label of being like an influencer or something like that yeah yeah, yeah true true now um i so said by the time this airs it'll be i think the beginning of august and this uh kind of tell everybody kind of what where all you're going to be during the month of august if you have that lined out already i figure you probably well, do well i know i got quite a few softball games on the docket i think uh my highlight of August so far will probably be a week zero matchup between Washington and Vianna at Vianna for a football game. And then mm-hmm. if all goes as planned, my debut for this upcoming season should be a softball scrimmage between Perry and Edmund North at Edmund North. And then I, and then my first really big leap after that will probably be a midnight football practice covering my alma mater. Oh, yeah. And it's out to Washington and Purcell for me the next two days to cover Washington's softball team if all goes as planned. Yeah, that sounds pretty busy. Oh, yes. Now, this, this summer, what all have you been covering? Well, I know it's been kind of quiet for me the last couple – Weeks I know first few weeks of June, I had the OGBCA All-State game at Mustang, and then I had All-State fast pitch and slow pitch at the on the campus of Oklahoma Christian University in Edmond. But mm-hmm. other than that, aside from co- going, watch, observing like uh, weightlifting and summer pride for my alma mater, it really has been kind of quiet the last few weeks for me and then just me kind of doing a little bit of riding here and there and editing highlights it's been quiet for me lately well i mean everybody needs a little bit of a break i mean you gotta recharge even though you're just 22 years old you still need to recharge your battery every now and then oh yes i do agree (laughs) with that now where does your where did your love for covering sports come from well i know I can still remember when I was a little kid, I would, my grandpa would always be watching baseball games and I'd be in there watching with them. And then, well, I tried to play a little bit of basketball and baseball when I was in elementary, wasn't too good at that, but I still loved the game. So I would Mm -hmm. stay on as a manager and then. I was a manager in my junior high years up to my freshman year, but my sophomore year is when I really got into filming and whatnot. I really started to get familiar with cameras and whatnot right about my sophomore year of high school. Uh-huh. And then uh, it all just kind of came to me from there. I was really, it was actually towards the end of my sophomore year going into my 
junior year, I really started to study up on all the teams. Yeah. Now, whenever you watch games with your grandpa, it kind of, when you said that, kind of triggered a memory I had. I used to watch baseball games. I don't so much anymore, like MLB games. And I used to try to stat the game as the game was going on. You know, I'd keep track of, you know, like if they were one for two, how many RBI. Did you ever do stuff like that? Uh, not when I was little. I know uh, I tried to get into a little bit of stat keeping at the state fast pitch and state baseball tournaments this year, and uh, I couldn't really keep up. It was especially hard at the state fast pitch tournament because there was like four or five games going on at that stadium because Hall of Fame had like four fields. Yeah, and you're, I mean, and you're more into actually covering what's going on, going around the. the uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, and I know, like I said, it's like at that specific state tournament, I'm not the only one that's walking back and forth. I can still remember seeing James Jackson with the Oklahoma and quite a few others walking back and forth between all the games. Do all those guys uh, and 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 all those reporters? Do they kind of know who you are now? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'd say everyone started to know me right about the time of the Class A and B basketball state tournaments. Of course, that was about the time that article came out on me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, we'll get to that, the A and B state tournament here in a little bit, because that was, that was a pretty uh, historic, especially for the A side, that was, that was a pretty historic thing. But oh, yeah. b- before we get into that, kind of you you kind of touched on uh, filming uh, for your alma mater forum. Kind of yep. kind of talk a little bit about that, how that kind of got started, and how that led to what you're doing now. Well, I remember my sophomore year. It was the at Cross Telephone Forum Invitational Tournament. Ah. Uh, can't remember who we were playing i believe okay yeah i do now it was our girls against warner and it was a pretty historic rivalry mm-hmm. because back in the day we had played them quite a bit and i remember i got my phone out i'm just sitting there recording and then that was when the coaches asked if i would like to uh, film for the team I'd be like, yeah, of course. Of course, at the time, I didn't. I still didn't really know how to use a camcorder because I think about the only cameras I had worked with about the time was one on a phone and then some. I can't even remember what other camera it was. It was like a battery-powered camera. It wasn't yeah. very good quality, but nonetheless, it's one of the first ones I owned. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's pretty much how it got started because, like I said, it was my sophomore year at the Cross Telephone Forum Invitational. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Uh, which which sport would you say is your favorite one to cover? I'm, uh, let, let me see if I can guess because I, I, I don't know. I may be off here. I'm going to say it's probably basketball. You guess correctly. You I've always enjoyed covering <laughs> basketball, but like I said, I cover all of them about as equal as I can. And mm-hmm. well, I know, like in the preseasons, I'm always usually getting information from coaches and whatnot on players to watch, teams to watch, figure out who's up there and whatnot. Yeah. Now when... do a... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kind of do a little preseason outlook type thing. Something I try to do every year. Yeah. Now, do you do that? Do you just call them, or do you actually go and try to visit some of them? 
Um, I usually just text them and whatnot because a lot of the ones are usually like out west or three, two hours down south. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just thinking, you know, you're 22 years old. You hear, you know, a young person on the phone asking about your team. That might be some people might be a little reluctant to give you info. Have you ran into any of that, or are people usually pretty open? With... Oh no, I haven't ran into any of that. I mean, most everyone, most about everyone knows what I do and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Now, I say we'll touch on it a little bit. You've been diagnosed with with Asperger's condition. But you haven't let that be any kind of crutch for you, though. I mean, you're living life doing what you love to do, which oh, not yeah. a lot, which not a lot of people can say that th- that that's the case, you know. Yeah, I haven't let it affect me. I just carry on and do what I do. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know that's an outlook a lot of people need to have. I mean, not just with with Asperger's, with any kind of thing that people might look at as a detriment to, you know being in normal society or what or however you want to phrase that you know what i mean oh yes i agree with that now what all platforms can we find you on because i only know a couple of them i know i've you know we're friends on facebook and i've seen you on twitter i'm assuming you have probably i say i'm 44 years old so i'm and you're 22 so i'm sure the so the the platforms that you're on i probably don't know a lot of them so kind of tell everybody what all we can find your stuff on well, well, of course, everyone can find me on Twitter at the cool dude fifty two, and then uh, I have my own blog. I call it the OK Preps Rundown. It was about the only name I could come up with. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone knows about my YouTube channel. I'm always posting like my interviews and my podcast whenever I'm I do it, and then my highlights and vlogs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, indeed. What, uh, of that, what do you like to do the most out of all that? Well, I know I really got into the riding S aspect of it this last year. It's still a bit of a learning curve for me, but I've got mm-hmm. most of it down. Uh, I do like to do the highlights part of it. Well, when I... Well, whenever I'm actually able to get a new camera, that's what I'm still trying to do right now. Misplaced my old one, could never find it. Yeah. yeah. And then I really like doing the interviews part of it, but that's something I'm really hoping to improve upon this year because I can still remember the very first interview I did, which was at the Mustang Holiday Classic. I'll I'll admit I was kind of nervous doing it, especially because it was three D1 caliber players as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little nervous at first, but got the hang of it gradually. Yeah, you know, and I think with interviews and stuff, I think a lot of times I remember, uh, I'll talk about them on here, whenever I interviewed uh, Cam Jordan for this podcast, for some reason, I don't know why, I think it's because he, you know, he works for the Oklahoman. I was nervous when I was interviewing him, interviewing him but, you know, he's a – He's a, he was a professional and a really good dude, but, oh, yes. you know, and I got to thinking afterwards, I'm like, you know, it's, most people are just people, you know, they're pro- honestly, the people that you're probably interviewing are probably more nervous than you are. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cause I think I interviewed a player at the state tournament once that was a little bit nervous. I can't remember who it was, but mm-hmm. I do remember that for sure. Yeah. Now, what do you find more enjoyable, covering the sport? You know, like you were saying that you were at the 
the fast pitch state tournament. Do you enjoy covering what has happened or doing kind of the the pregame stats for it, like coming up with, you know, who's going to be the players to watch and stuff like that? Which one do you enjoy doing the most? Oh, boy. I know that's, that's kind of a tough one, honestly, because I know – like I said, myself, along with however many other riders that's there, it's it's like we're all constantly walking back and forth between all five or six fields of the stadium. Yeah. Uh, the whole players to watch thing, whenever I do that, I usually try to do that about a week. Well, actually, I say a week before the state tournament. That's about the time of regionals, so... But I usually try to do it that. Sometimes try to do it the day after all the regionals wrap up. But well, this last year it kind of like uh, screwed me up a little bit because I know in Class B there was a couple regionals that got pushed back because of like weather oh, yeah. down in the west and out south. So mm-hmm. and I didn't really get to do that this year because by the time they finished, I think the state tournament was like three or four days later. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the bad thing about that time of year. You never know, <laughs> especially oh, if you're trying yeah. to do something like that. Oh, yeah, because when it gets cooler, because that time of year is kind of unpredictable. The harvest time of year, you never know if it's going to, like, rain or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <clears throat> now, how do you find – because, I mean, like, like you were saying, like we were talking at the very beginning – about kind of, you know, recharging your battery. How do you find time to cover all the things that you cover? Because you not you don't just cover, you know, in the Porham area. You cover the entire state, and you do a very good job at it. How do you find the time and the the energy <laughs> to to do what you do? Well, well you know, I, uh, I've never really put a lot of thought into that one. I know, like... Uh, for example, Wednesdays are usually my editing days. That's what I usually, that's usually the one day I take out of it. And then, well, I say Saturdays and Sundays are my editing days too, but uh, when basketball season's in full blooms, I don't always have that luxury on Saturdays because, like, mm-hmm. I know, like, first week of December, well, I had the, I usually have the Armstrong Bank Forum Invitational, but. Uh, this last year I did something a little different and went to another tournament on that Friday and then came back that Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I know another reason. I And then, yeah, I usually 90% of the games I'm usually covering is usually of my alma mater, but I still help record mm-hmm. for the team. So wow. that's usually how a lot of it goes. But I usually find time here and there to rest up and recharge. Yeah. Now, you're 22 years old, and you are already successful at what you're doing. What yeah. is there anything else you would like to try to do uh, in your career covering sports? Like, I don't know, like you know, maybe do play-by-play or or uh, something that you haven't done yet that you might look into doing in the future. Well, you know, I actually do try to. I actually try to do a little play-by-play for. Oh, okay. My alma mater's teams, I'm, well, I'm kind of decent at it, but I have a hard time trying to focus on the rosters, especially because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm also trying to record the game. And I know, like, football, I know I have quite a few of their football games on the docket. And I know hard part for me I'm a, is, like, they're wanting me to, like, 
zoom in on the offensive line. I got to try to figure out a way to really focus on it. But I know one thing I thought about trying to do is trying to maybe get a JUCO game here and there. Cause oh, yeah. like I said, there is a junior college team right up the road from me that I went to a couple of their games last year and they play like most of their games on like a Monday night. Mm-hmm. It's just something I thought about getting into, but, uh, I don't know. I always felt like college is a little harder to cover at times. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might be one of the things you never know until you try it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'll probably yeah. give it a try a couple games next season. There you go. Now, people that are listening to this may be going, you know, this, this kid's just another, you know, journalist that's getting paid to do what he does, getting paid to do what you do, but you do everything you do for free. You know, and that, yeah, that's know. that's the impressive thing to me is that, you know, you, people can do stuff they love for, you know, a certain amount of time. But then at a certain point, you're like, man, I'm, you know, where's, yeah. the, where's the money? But you do all this for free because you love doing it. And, and Yeah, and like most of what I do, I usually save up quite a bit from what I make at work and put it back towards there. But mm-hmm. there's quite a few times I usually have to set up a GoFundMe page. It's not very often, but I have had to do that a time or two. Like uh, really about the only time I've really had to do one was the state basketball tournament in March, but mm-hmm. that was like a full two weeks. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah but like I said, it's uh I pretty much just figure out what I need. Like, and I'm always planning for it like several months in advance too. Like, uh, right. I know it's still a couple months away from the first state tournaments and already planning ahead for those. That's, that's pretty impressive. I don't even, I wouldn't even do that now at 44. I couldn't imagine trying to be that organized at 22, even just with doing this podcast. I mean, yeah. there's times I'll try to work ahead and get a few interviews, but then I'll, they'll catch up to me. I'm like, Oh no, I, I better start looking for other people to interview. But now I would say if anyone wants to know what's going on in Oklahoma high school sports, you're the man. Uh, mm-hmm. Has any media outlet, I won't say any specific, newspapers or television stations has anyone ever approached you to come work for them um i think one did but i can't remember who it was and it was quite a few months ago wow Uh, that's pretty that's impressive because a lot of times you know you have to they don't just go around looking for people to give jobs to you have to go get those jobs you know that's pretty that's pretty impressive whenever they come come to you uh, looking for your services. That just tells me. That just tells me, and it should tell you that you're really good at what you do. Oh yes, indeed. <laughs> now, Hunter, before I let you go, I always got one question I like to ask at the end. It's kind of, it's not really off the wall, but it's uh, just something I hadn't prepared you for yet. Okay. What has been the most exciting game you have witnessed in person? That could be a tough one. There's quite a few interesting games I've covered. I know one in particular, and I've seen it two years in a row at the Mustang Holiday Classic, but the last couple of times the girls' championship was always Mustang and Edmund North girls. Mm-hmm. That was always an int- intriguing one to see because, like, there's always one of those where, like, one team – because, like, I remember the first year I covered the tournament, like uh, – 
Mustang gets the win in double overtime, and then they play each other that next week because they're in the same conference, and then Edmund North gets the victory. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, Edmund North swept them both times, but I've always found it an interesting series anytime I see those two play cause in the Mustang Holiday Classic. And then, uh, yeah. The most exciting boys game I think I covered actually was probably – this last year between Millwood and Community Christian Boys, because oh, yeah. I can still remember. I remember seeing CC- those. I think I saw the highlights on your Twitter page of that. Yeah, because I still remember these. I remember CCS is down by double digits. They come back to tie it in the fourth. And then that's when Chance Bubba Davis of Millwood makes the shot around, heard around the state, as I call it, hmm. and called ball game. To win Millwood, there. Uh, I can't remember how what title it was, but I know they tied, I believe, Booker T in most titles with that win. Yeah, and wasn't that kid a freshman? Yes, he was yeah, a freshman. Cause I interviewed him after the game. Yeah, that was. I remembered seeing that. I'd for, I honestly, I forgot about that till you started bringing it up. The one thing oh, I yeah. before I let you go, there's you were there with uh, in the Class A state tournament. For the boys, how big was that? How how impressive was that atmosphere whenever Tushka won it with that situation? You know, the first unranked team ever to win it. Oh, it was insane! I can remember. Uh, I can't remember where I was standing, but I can remember I was all like, "How did they miss Tushka in the rankings? This team was like a top five quality team." And then that's when I'm telling a few other riders after game, I'm all like, I guess that goes to show rankings don't mean anything because, hmm. I mean, they were the first unranked boys team to do it. But last unranked team, boys or girls, I remember winning a title was Christian Heritage Academy girls in 2017. But, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember covering Tuska all three days. I probably brought the biggest crowd of any team at that state tournament. Yeah, and I can mm-hmm. still remember all the shirts they were wearing. They said like hashtag unranked, and I'm all like, <laughs> "Yep, yeah, I better believe the hype train is true." Did not get the chance to interview anyone from Tuska though. I, uh, well, let's just say anytime I tried to make my way over there, there was like a huge crowd of people. Yeah, yeah, could well, hardly can, get over there. I can imagine that's. Uh, I, I I was fortunate enough to interview uh, to have. Coach's Ike on the podcast, and he, he's just yeah, you know, he's really you wouldn't think he just won a state championship, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's just really just low key and humble guy, but I mean, that's what most of the most coaches are, you know. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, Hunter, I think I've taken up enough of your time. I know you got to get ready to get up to the all state games coming up this week, but man, I really appreciate you coming on, and good luck to everything that you're that you got coming up in the future thank you anytime you notice i didn't talk too much about hunter's asperger's condition didn't need to he seems like he doesn't focus on what others may see as a disability he focuses on what he loves to do and that's cover high school sports and be one of if not the best in the state at it As athletes, as coaches, as everyday workers in the quote-unquote real world, we can all learn a lesson from Hunter. Do what you love, 
Do it with all of the passion you have and you'll be satisfied with the end result. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches. That's Kenny with an E. Until next time. Thank you.